Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There it is, the last official day of their championship. I guess it'll be Tuesday morning. Uh, And then we'll play them as lame duck champions while we await the brand new champion for Playdio. And the theme song for 2022. It was a good, a good year for Silence the Voice. A uh, year ago next week, they, they took their second Playdio crown in their uh, short time. We found out that their drummer is a 10-year-old named Wrecker, who I saw on the news a couple times during the holidays last year because he does charity events with, his, with uh, friends of his, and they raise money. The kid's he's amazing. like in a few bands. Oh, he's a ridiculous. Uh, he's got more energy than I do ever. Doing what he's doing. He's a great drummer. So there he is. Silence the voice. We'll see who wins this year. But nice run. Nice run as we acknowledge their entire time. And then, you know, the couple weeks we're here in December, you'll still hear it because we've got to wait for the new champs. But they go lame duck this time next week. And they'll just finish out the year for us. But they've done a nice thing. And it's a great theme song. I'm, I'm proud of it. And then, then, of course, we come back in January with a new theme song. And everybody will hate it at first because that's what people do. And then you just get used to it. And it's a thing. We'll see. Who knows what's what. Uh, last night I got a text from Larry. Oh, no. King Larry. And he's like, if you're not doing anything, this is the worst text you can get from a guy when there's a – the Patriots and Falcons game is the you – know, at that point it was The alternate. Like, it was like uh, 13-0. So it's still a game. If you're not doing anything right now, my sister's on Grey's Anatomy. And I'm like, oh, no kidding. So I turned it to Grey's Anatomy. And I figured, like, right now she's on Grey's Anatomy. And there's a black lady, pregnant black lady on a bed, like, uh, having birth problems. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not your sister. I took a picture. I'm like, she looks different. She's a great actress. I would have never, <laughs> like, this is really getting into the role. Can she get in trouble for this? Yeah. And, I sa- and then I said, what is her role? Is it recurring? And Larry fired back. 
Yeah, this is her third time on it. She's the annoying Jew. <laughs> Larry! <laughs> and then she came on, and her job is to be the uh, neurotic Jewish mother. <laughs> and I'm like, she isn't annoying. Her role is actually exactly goes, I told you. And then we were laughing about it. I, and then, so just to be supportive, because the game was kind of a clunker, I started to watch Grey's Anatomy. I, you know, the show's been on for like 90 years. I've never watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy in my life. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what it needs is a good dose of that good doctor to come in and put some spectrum doctrine on this thing. Is that thing's it, still on? Yeah, and it's brutal. He got married. It's hilarious. But, I saw the preview. Of oh, that. Grey's Anatomy, though. Boy, is it tough to sit through. So I'm sitting there and there. Uh, he sent me a clip of his sister, uh, and I'm like, good for her. That's awesome. I've known Larry's sister for a long time. I'm like, good honor. We've talked about you know, L.A. because she lived there, and I lived there. She lives there, and I used to, and I just stuff that I loved about it, and she loved himself. known her for a while. And uh, I was really proud, but not proud enough to sit through any more of that show to see her come back. I saw the clip that Larry sent, and I sat and watched uh, two segments through, and I'm like, ah, back to match game. I'm watching old match games. This show is just dreadfully slow and so dram- – everything's dramatic, and all these problems can be you solved. You can't like, just oh, jump in. You can't, be, you can't be part of it and have half a brain. It's for soup heads who love drama. Every problem yeah. on the – it's frustrating. All their problems – are like drug out. I'm like, you could solve this in a second. It's clearly written by a woman. Uh, it is clearly written by a woman because little tiny things are like, duh, the music in the back. And I'm like, all she has to do is tell that guy not to do that anymore. Bah, 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 bah. And then it goes into the commercials. And it He's comes just back. bloated. Right. It'll go away. <laughs> She's, she spends the whole hour trying to figure out, and they're having conversations about like what they'd do if it wasn't snowing. And I'm like, oh, a woman wrote this. The the way they solve problems on Grey's Anatomy is not expeditious. It's female. Everything's drama. Every single thing. But the Solari's sister was on there as one of the uh, young uh, doctors' uh, moms. Like she she's playing the mother of one of the young, I guess, the internists. The annoying Jew. And she's, she's <laughs> and, and she is exactly that. She's like, you think I'm not going to let you eat? You're crazy. I'll be right back. And she kind of like, my God, she's playing the part of the annoying Jewish mother. It's hilarious. But I can't – as much as I wanted to support Michelle and be part of all that, I couldn't sit through I think the last one that I watched as far as like the doctor or hospital shows was House. I saw a few yeah. houses. Well, that was more of episode. a private investigation doctor. But it like, just got to the point mysteries. where the guy's just, you know, so unorthodox. He'll, right. He'll – Crack the case. And it became a formula of, okay, yeah. everybody thinks he's crazy, and now he's being mean. And then in the end, it turns out House was right the whole time. It's the same thing with CSI. If you watch CSI and you're like, and you had, ooh, this is a, t-, you couldn't solve tying a shoe. That was the, like, it, it was mysteries for, <laughs> for people who have soup for brains. The reason it was, people liked it, though, is because it was pretty. Like it, like that. I wanted to. Well, work. Miami definitely well, went over the El- top. Vegas was yeah, the cool Vegas one in the, the beginning. They had the blue room where all yep. the bodies were, and their investigation stuff was all great. Everybody was beautiful. Uh, it looked good, and you wanted to work in that building. Like they're writing on that glass wall, which I always love. Looks like, like you're in a nightclub almost. Yeah, it was nightclub <laughs> yeah. CSI. And I'm like, boy, this mystery sure is for simpletons. There's nothing about this thing. And that- now the original cast is back. Yeah. And the and so are the scripts, which is Scooby Doo had tougher mysteries to solve <laughs> than uh than CSI, but yeah, it was just prettier. It just was beautiful. Grey's Anatomy. My god. What a low bar for entertainment that's been for ABC's run that thing out for 18 years. Good god. Horrible. But Larry's sister was on last night. I tried, Larry. I gave it a run and I tried. 
She's getting work, man. Hey, she's working. That's a good thing. And, you know, I wanted, I, again, I wanted to be there. I wanted to help her out, support her. I wanted to see her do her work. And so next time I saw her, I could say, hey, Michelle, you did a great job on Grey's Anatomy. I'm going to have to tell her the truth. I'm like, I saw the clip of you. I think you did great. Oof, that is not a show a man can sit through. And, you know, I'm a gay man now, and I still can't sit through Grey's Anatomy. That's tough. I'm going to lose my gay card. Because <laughs> I can imagine if you went over to Michael and Troy's, did you watch Grey's last night? Like, I tried, but it's too, it's too girly. Give me your card back. Give me that. The way she solves problems. Like, she doesn't. That's the, that's the issue. Nobody solves anything. It was the, my frustration with The Office, which I still think is really funny, was, oh, my God, will somebody just please punch him? Like, this is an easy fix. Nobody can get away with this this long without getting punched or fired. Please punch Michael Scott in the face. There's an episode of The Office that, to this day, I struggle to watch because the comfort level is so... Yeah. It's so nauseating and cringeworthy is when he promised all those kids 10 years ago that he would pay for their college. And then that 10 years was up and he had to go back and face them and tell them that he just, it was, and he said, uh, there's some great lines in it, but when he has to break the news to the kids, it is so hard to sit through because he won't do it right. And you're like, just please just, just spit it out. Oh, it's a killer. It's a killer. Yeah. Uncomfortable TV. The uh, British office with Ricky Gervais was even worse. Like, it made you so uncomfortable to watch that it would, like, you just, like, I get, this is giving me anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, can't be in the, I can't be in the room with this television on, and it's hilarious, but man, did it make you nervous. Brutal stuff. But I tried the Grey's Anatomy, and to Larry's sister, tip of the cap, but I was right back on that clunker of a football game for a little while. And then my entire night changed. Oh. Oh, yeah. Something brilliant happened to me last night, and you guys may remember uh, when I used to have texts from that, uh, Black family in Los Angeles, and I was on that group text for some reason. For Uncle, how long? A couple Uncle, years? Uncle Buck and Aunt Kitty. Yeah, yeah, it was about two years I was part of this. And I was Anthony. I even named myself, and they went with it. How'd you finally get kicked out of that one? <laughs> Somebody here. So I'm a, I was at the time I was a 480, and I don't know why, but all these people from California, I get this one day. It says, uh, Uncle Buck's getting out today. Uh, we're, we're all super excited. This is going to be great. I wish Aunt Kitty was here. And and then there was like, uh, playa, this is going to be the best. You know, like you could see that it was urban. And I'm like, something urban is happening. And then they started to send pictures. Look how handsome this mother effer was back. And it was uh, Uncle Buck looking like uh, Soul Glow. He said like the whole thing. He's got a turquoise tuxedo <laughs> yeah. on. He's marrying Aunt Kitty. And it's like, like Randy Watson. It was Randy Watson. He looked just like Randy. I'm like, I'm in. And I'm like, uh, I can't wait for that guy to get home. That mother f- owes me money. <laughs> and they're laughing. He owes all of us money. We got to let him have a pass. One day, he ain't getting no pass with me. That mother going to pay. <laughs> and they're joking back and forth. And then some guy texts me privately and goes, who dis? And I said, it's Anthony. Who dis? <laughs> Anthony who? And I'm like, I'm Uncle Buck's best friend. Uncle Buck's best friend from what? From his job at the plant? Of course at the plant, God damn it. <laughs> and it went on and on and on. And then so they accepted me back in. So you got your black card. I'm setting up picnics. I'm rolling out like, hey, everybody, let's meet at Alameda Farms. and blah. I'm making up places that don't even – where is that? Oh, it's off the 10 next to my – oh, come on now. I'll come all the way out from Phoenix because they knew I was in Phoenix. And they started to say, like, Anthony wants to do – and I'm like, this is great. So it, went, it was like two years, and then the Who Dis guy came back, and I started – I would say – because I try, I, I, I think I, I, I think I went too black. <laughs> I was spelling here, <laughs> like, look, quit bothering me, <laughs> and it was like H E U H U H U H, and the one dude texts me back and goes, "I'm white," 
And I'm like, why do you tell me that? I know. You don't know any of us. And I'm like, ooh, this oh. one's on to me. And he lived here. <laughs> so it was the number that I used to have was uh, the 8072. Uh, it was 8027, I yeah. think, was the number they were shooting for. And uh, so that that went away. Last night, and Brett, Brett seemed to enjoy that. Oh, I was dying. Only your phone. I know. I get, oh, look, this phone, last year my phone got hacked. And I still like 20 p pe- every day I'd get a uh, group text from 20 people and it was a bunch of us who had been hacked and somebody would put a link on it and then everybody else would be, please stop, please stop. Well, the phone guy said, the second you respond, they're in your phone. And I'm like, what is this? So I accidentally hit the link once and it was like a young kid naked. And I'm like, whoa, I want out of this. So I went and got all my stuff changed and that was like last uh, October, November. And I was getting like it was every couple hours I was getting another thing, and it was getting really annoying because from then the other twenty people are like, "Stop, get me off this list." So my phone's going ding yeah, ding 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 ding, oh. and it wouldn't stop. So, but this one isn't. So last night I get uh, let me find the thing. Just I don't know. It's like eight o'clock. I was showing it to Medea, and she's like, "He didn't yeah. just he did." <laughs> yeah, seven thirty. I got a text that says, "Hey, Uncle Chris, just want to let you know how much I love you." Okay, so I fire back. You know I love you too, kid. Now, I always assume I'm back in the Uncle Buck thing. Buck and Kitty. It's not like Uncle Ruckus. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus have two phrases. He yeah. <laughs> what are you doing around here? <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm back in that. So I kind of went back into that character. I, I'm going to be Anthony again if it comes back, but I don't want to play my cards quite yet. I don't know who these people are. He says, hey, Uncle Chris, I want to let you know how much I love you. And then I fire back. You know I love you too, kid. And then the person emailing me or texting me says, I know. I wish I could do something to make you better. You're in my prayers. Well, I shot right for it. Normally, I'll drag this out. But I said, you could Apple pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Big happy smiley emoji comes back and says, how much to get you out of there? Well, now I'm confused. What, am I sick or am I in jail? Right. Are you sitting or are you Because before, sick? I wish I could do something to make you better. You're in my prayers. That's sick. Like, I'm reading that as something's wrong with Uncle Chris, right? Yeah, but I can see it on the other side of it, too. Yeah, so, yeah, I wish you could do something. Because I'm praying for you while you're in. While you're in there. I wish I could do something to make you better. Like, you're having a tough time because you're in the joint. Yeah. Something ain't right with Uncle Chris. Yeah, but if you're in the joint, how are you texting? I don't think they have Excellent point. Depends on the uh, joint. That you're in. I I think some of them will allow you. But then why is he having such a hard time? You can have an iPhone? Yeah. So uh, I said, I think so. I don't know. I don't think you can just. We need Lady J on this yeah, one. Yeah, Lady J can help us out. But I think you can have it. But I think it's. I think they're almost all burners and stuff. I think you have access to a phone at certain times, and then you can't have it anymore. Is it? Is it in blue? Is it another yeah, iPhone? Okay, blue. so yeah, it's an iPhone. So I said, you can always Apple Pay me. At happy face, and how much to get you out of there? And I'm thinking to myself, well, all right, I'm in jail, or I'm in a situation I shouldn't be in, or in a hospital maybe that I have to stay in. Uh, maybe I'm mentally messed up and I had to, I had to be put away. Could be a halfway house or something like recovering recovery. Yeah. So I got all this Could thing be at home too to get him out of the Sick. house. Yeah. But why would you need to get out of there? You know, relationship, I guess <laughs> that's, that's too much. That's yeah. too complicated. I think there's a rehab came to mind yeah. and that's maybe something he doesn't want to be part of. So I asked for the Apple pay, how much to get you out of there? And I said, 1 million or some of this crypto everybody's talking about. And then the person takes back, I don't even know what crypto is. So now I think I'm dealing with somebody older. So now, am I old? Because I'm Uncle Chris. 
So Uncle Chris, if the person I'm talking to isn't familiar with crypto, Uncle Chris might be in his 60s, 70s, maybe a little older than that. So I, I'm like, I got to figure out whether or not I'm sick or not. I'm getting weak. I'm going to fire back right now. Something, hang on. <laughs> that was, it was left at, I'm getting weak, mm-hmm. and, then, and then it ended. Yeah. Well, and also, it was 8 o'clock my time. The number I'm getting is from Florida. So it's 1030. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself. Older right, person. Older person is probably going to sleep about yeah. now. So thanks for reaching out last night. I just texted. I'm going to try to get some money out of this. I don't think that's illegal. <laughs> what, grifting somebody? <laughs> it's not grifting. They, t- they reached out to me, and I just asked for a couple bucks. I could be Uncle Chris. I don't think it's – I think I'm, if they pay me, I'm keeping it. Maybe they could get you on uh, – I don't know if you could get away with just being um, Uncle Chris. What do you mean? That would be a false identity. No, it isn't. I didn't do it. They, it's not a false identity. They think I'm Uncle Chris, and it's not because I said so. Because I know some of that grifting, people get grifted, but they're like, no, we really can't get the, because you gave them the money. Right. If you it's knew what fraud, yeah. it would be because I went out and said, hi, I'm Uncle Chris, and I need some cash, and I know that you're telling me about it. I'm just Uncle Chris. All I'd have to do is tell a lawyer that I got two or three people in my life call me Uncle Chris. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Nickname. What are you going to do about it? It's a pet name. It's a pet name for me. I've uh, always wanted to be a Chris. I always wanted to be an uncle. Chris. Makes sense. I'm Uncle Chris. Doesn't it? <laughs> I think it adds up. So uh, I just text back, thanks for reaching out last night. Because it's now 9 o'clock where they are. It should be up. They probably... Uh, well, if it's an old person, they're up. Went on their walk. They're eating lunch if it's an old person in Florida. We'll see, though. I don't know, but Uncle Chris got hold of me last night, or I am Uncle Chris. And then I was telling, you know, I'm going to come out as homosexual. I'm going to ruin the whole family legacy for poor Uncle Chris. (laughs) You know I never loved that wife of mine. What are you talking about? Aunt Betty was the best. Aunt Betty was a bitch. She did the one good thing she did was hide my secret, homosexuality. And now that I'm dying, if he's dying, I'm coming out as gay. If he's in the joint, I'm going to try to get somebody to smuggle drugs in. These are the best. Hopefully, no one not like the if it was a man or a woman, the other one that discovers yet. it. You've been texting the wrong number; it's reversed around. Could be, but I've got a new number and it's happening again. So, because my number changed last October. Well, it doesn't matter what your number was; they they just happened to get it wrong again. Right, and I don't know why. It's like student drivers. For yeah. some reason, I see more of those than anybody in the in the world, and I get this happens to me all the time. And I think maybe the reason this is. Something that stands out with me is because most people would just go wrong number. I develop a relationship with these people and try to make something happen. The best was setting up picnics. That was my favorite thing to do with uh, with Uncle Buck and Aunt Kitty's family. Setting up those picnics was my fa- I don't know if they ever I went. I can believe the amount of pictures you got. Oh, they said, and I would ask them, <laughs> we need more of those. But Aunt Kitty looked pretty good, too. Anthony, you're crazy. Send me more pictures of that Aunt Kitty. Did you ever got any beach pictures of Aunt Kitty? And then like these sepia photographs from the, the guy 70s. was in for at least 20 years <laughs> <He's been joined laughs> for years and i think when buck finally got home i think his name was buck I'm pretty sure that's right it sounds right i don't remember when he finally got home uh i think he finally alerted people i don't know anybody named anthony because <laughs> it stopped <laughs> yeah so i haven't got i'll get a reach out from all this stuff soon but i don't know what uncle chris is in for and this mystery is fun to unravel like it's a treat for me I guess this is like good times. 
Like I'm spent all my Thanksgiving weekend trying to get them to invite me, and then the one I feel bad about that up. I don't really respond or is I've gotten a couple of calls where it's uh, <laughs> either a doctor reaching out to so and so. Oh, your prescription's ready. It's like you don't know how to get a hold of that person. Oh. They just responded. Oh, no. Good morning. If you feel up to it later today, we would love to FaceTime with you and see you. Oh, no. Oh, there oh. we go. They're on. I don't want anybody no, to see me in uh, this exactly. condition. I'm good at this, Brady. You get it. That FaceTime thing only reminds me of how sick I feel. <laughs> only reminds me of how bad things are. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I'm going to take the day off and just play with them. <laughs> if you feel up to it later, Dave, the FaceTime thing, I got to be a good. Uh, I got to be good at this catfishing. Uncle Chris thing because they're going to want to FaceTime. Lady J just got got back to us. Yeah, it's on your email. Oh, she's got one. Okay. Oh, phone and in Perryville, you can be on a secure network email. I get emails. Or I got emails all day, every day. Cell phones are typically smuggled in if you have one. You can use the pay phone from the yard when it's open. Yeah, so it's not you're not getting like right. just free access to yeah. it. A, an iPhone, especially. So it's because fun. I saw the she wrote uh, that cat's locked up for sure. Yeah, she thinks he's locked up. <laughs> yeah, I think the vote would be locked up. But you can't face like it's it's like some minimum security thing because these people are. I saw the place where the uh, the shaman staying. Who the guy the oh, QAnon yeah, leader? Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, and uh, it looks pretty nice. Cush, yeah, federal penitentiary. It's not but even. It's, it's but it's a, the high, the minimum security. Yeah, yeah, the min security federal federal penitentiary. As they I mean, pointed out in office space, not a pound me in the ass prison, but still prison. <laughs> still don't want to go, but uh, yeah, he's in there for almost four years. Pretty good job. Which would be what? Two years, year and a know. half. Or they I don't know how long they're going to hold him, but I love that all of a sudden the QAnon shaman is like, I regret every single second. Of what I did. I'm like, well, that's what you get when you dress up like a member of the Buffalo, uh, you know, the, what are the things? Bill's Mafia. Well, yeah, the Bill's friend, Mafia. Yeah, the Bill's Mafia or Fred Flintstone's old club, oh. the Poobahs or whatever. Yeah. The gr- and you'd show up dressed up with an American flag pin on your face. You're kind of going to stand out there, Braveheart. Uh, now, this, I don't think Braveheart, I don't think William Wallace stood in front of the council. Well, I really regret all that stuff I did to the English. I'm feeling pretty bad about the whole face paint and the time I took to get ready. That was a pussy move. The loyal order of water buffalo. That's the one. Yes. The loyal, that's what he looked like to me when I saw him. Like, hey, look, it's Flintstones. Uh, his little adult fraternity is out. You put that water buffalo hat on and paint a flag on your face and walk around with your chest open and break into the Capitol, whether you were right or wrong to do that. Once they say, uh, "Hey, you're under arrest for this," leader. The, the minute you start going, "I'm sorry, I regret it," you're a pussy. Period. There he is. There's the royal order of the water buffalo. Great stuff. Uh, now they said maybe a phone call if I'm up for it. If I'm up to it, are you gonna do that? Yeah, I gotta find. I'm gonna if I'm up to it. What do people say? I have. Let's call them, man. Going on. Any rumors? I'm gonna. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. I'm gonna pi this thing right now. Don't blow it. Yeah, I won't. Well, you know, if I do so well. That still, this is a great That's time. what I said. If I'm up to it, what do people say I have going on? Any rumors? <laughs> That'll tell me. Oh, they just know you're sick. I'm like, 
damn it, do they know how sick? And then they're going to tell me. So I just, who's spreading these rumors? Who's about spreading me? these rumors? Look at all these rumors. I can't take it no more. <laughs> That'll be today's fun. I'll try to throw in some song lyrics and see uh, if they catch on. That'll be the way. Timex Social the, Club. The way I communicate is via the, the, the TSC. <laughs> and get some Timex Social Club. Oh, the FaceTime thing. You should FaceTime them and see what they say. It would be hilarious. You ain't my niece. <laughs> and I'd be mad at them. <laughs> you been f- around with me for? Uncle Chris don't feel good. You're the wrong Uncle Chris. You're the wrong mother f- niece. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to tell them my phone got, like somebody, it's one of the orderlies took my phone and then have one of you guys answer. Go, quit calling. <laughs> I got my phone back. Are you all right? Oh, that's good stuff. I don't know. I don't even know. What are you going to say? I'd love just, to hear the phone call. It's just funny you're, yeah. you're, you're answering him back as Uncle Ruckus, basically. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. Well, I'm still in, I'm still in Ann for me character because I was doing that so long. Got up in here. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. What's going on around here? And I don't know why I turned into that with the uh, with well because Buck and Betty. <laughs> Based I, upon the pictures, I kind of became the leader of that little group too. It was like, all right, everybody, that's enough. Look, we need to have us a barbecue or a picnic or something. They're like, you goddamn right. And then I would set it up. And I don't know if they ever had one because I, I, of course, didn't. Where's Amberty? Where's Amberty? Amberty? I couldn't make it. Goddamn. He set the whole thing up. And I remember that one time I said, "Goddamn kids!" And she goes, "We got them running all over. I want them to go home too." I'm like, "Never want them at your house." They're nice to have, but they're good to go home. And then somebody would be like, "Aunt Betty, you said you always love having kids. I love when they leave." <laughs> and I'd be like, "That bitch is right, <laughs> Anthony." <laughs> it's so good. I love wrong numbers. You can play with them forever. Ever. I think that comes from radio. When you do overnights, like for you did it long enough, but when I used to fill in and stuff back in the day, and you'd have conversations with weirdos. All every night. In the middle of the night. Every night. And and you can learn how to walk them through things Mm -hmm. and manipulate the conversation in certain ways, and it's just awesome. So that's all I do now. And I really enjoy it. I I have too good a time with that. I think. I think that's how those phone psychics all started out as overnight guys on radio stations. I, yeah. Because you learn how to manipulate yep. the conversations. You, you listen to certain cues. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, I see. And yep. then you go, you take them down roads, and then they start telling you everything you need to know. And you seem like you figured it all out. You figured out nothing. Everybody, everybody wants to tell their story, especially Looney Tunes. So all you have to do is be patient, listen to a few cue words, and then the next thing you know, you're sleuthing right through it. Somebody just said, uh, use the website True People Search to reverse look up the number and find out who's text- who you're texting with. I don't want to know. That's no fun. That's cheating. That's going to the back of the book. <laughs> I'm going to go until they tell me what's wrong with Uncle Chris, and then I'm going to play that up. And then I'm going to set up some barbecues. Because, man, oh, man, if I, I, I was, the day I was hoping for that I would get a barbecue picture, like, you couldn't say, Anthony, we missed we you. Missed you. <laughs> and they're sending pictures from my barbecue that I set up. <laughs> but I never got that. I think Buck was on to me. Uh, this is a great headline, and it's uh, for men all over the world. I think this is a fantastic headline. It can't be any better than the mom jeans going away. 
I mean, that, that was the it's, best news you know for what, men. Brett, I, it's great news that mom jeans are dead, and we can be honest about how much men have hated the yeah. high-waisted jeans, and we've pretended to be okay with it for a while just because we don't want to ask. We pick yeah. our battles. This is even better. This is a man's dream come true. Right. Men across all of every walk of life. It, this unites us all. No matter what color you are, what nationality, where you come from, where you were raised, we can all relate to this. A little bit. Maybe not Brady, but we can all relate to this in a certain way uh, at a certain point in our lives. Uh, an 11-year-old got gonorrhea from a hot spring. So that lie about you can catch it from a hot tub is true now. <laughs> Head in Arkansas. They've been saying it for years. Oh, you can't catch gonorrhea from a hot tub. So when the girl you're dating, college guys, I'm talking to you. When the girl you're dating mysteriously, quotey fingers says, I've got gonorrhea. You didn't get it from me, bitch. You've been in any hot tubs? That's basically now a real thing, and they can't fight it. An 11-year-old got into an Italian hot spring. Leave it to the Italians. Comes out with gonorrhea. Oh, that's why. Remember that you say you couldn't get off toilet seats, can't get out of a hot tub? An Italian hot spring has all that olive oil in it's, there. It's, it's less Italian, hot spring and more protection. Italian juice. <laughs> you got to pay for protection. Italian dude juice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. It do the juice. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, the reporters uh, said the girl developed symptoms of the of VD after bathing in a busy hot pool at the edge of Lake Specchio de Venere, the mirror of Venus. <laughs> Uh, on Pantelleria Island. A uh, case study said that she developed uh, vulvovaginitis. Ooh, Ooh, that sounds bad. It's bulging. You know you've got a problem is. when the doctor comes in and goes, let's talk about your vulvovaginitis. Oof, that's never a cure. That's Ooh. always the problem. Inflammation and irritation around the, uh, the vulva. Usually soothed. The It is a labalanche, Brady. That's right. <laughs> Dr. Bogan in the house. Usually soothed with an antifungal cream. Vaginal swabs tested positive for gonorrhea, the sexually transmitted bacterial infection. None of the other girl's family members tested positive. So maybe she's a clever 11-year-old and says she got it from that hot spring, but she's actually kind of a whore. Mm. The disease had been traced to common baths in the past, but most doctors say it's nearly impossible to catch from that. Signs have been placed near the hot springs, advising showering with antibacterial soap before going in and coming out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're full of gonorrhea. So if they put up a so sign. So you can wash it off? Look, if they put up a sign that says, this thing is a full of gonorrhea, you should have probably washed it before. And after. Don't get in is the sign. Not it's discouraging the Italians. It's the same thing up there with Slide Rock. We, uh, it's mostly a, a poopy. Yeah, don't people get stuff don't, over there yes, too? They I have am. to close it every once in a while because it's more poop than water. Ugh. Because poor people go up there and instead of going to Golfland for $12, they go all the way up there to slide on natural rocks, and they take all day long in the water. And that's not a fast-moving thing. So it sticks to the rock, and it stays put. But now the excuse is you can get gonorrhea from hot tubs and hot springs. And all you have to say is, I was in a hot tub, and a couple of Italians got in. And so, of course, you've got gonorrhea. I bet you I know when you got it, honey. And that way you can get away with everything. Slutty women and whorish men can get away with the excuse that you got it from a hot tub. If, you, if it starts to burn to pee... You take your girlfriend right to some apartment building. You get her in a hot tub immediately because she's going to blame you and catch you. You're going to get caught if you don't get in that hot tub. In Hawaii, you can come home drunk because you went swimming in the stream. They have a stream in Oahu that has a uh, average uh, alcohol volume of 1.2 percent. So this, it's like like a, a, a Bex Light. <laughs> <laughs> and it's why is that? Be well, they 
were tracing it back, and they figure out there's a, a distributorship that wasn't far a beer. That, oh, so they're dumping into the water. Yeah. That's getting caught. That one's not as good as catching gonorrhea. No. You realize how many relationships will be saved with fake hot tub gonorrhea? A lot. It's a fact. She comes home with gonorrhea, and you're like, I don't have it. You must have gotten it from that hot tub we were whore. You whore. And then you can get anything Italy, you want it covers from. all the gumars. <laughs> yeah, the Italians, I'm of course. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, what you all over me for? You got it from that a disease, the hot tub. You're not messing around with that guma. Oh, <laughs> you ain't got no rights to ask me that. I just got tested. I'm clean. Meanwhile, he's just firing down oh, the yeah. antibiotics, <laughs> rubbing on the, the antifungal cream. You're out there throwing that thing around like a frisbee. You whore. You rahua. I'm not a whore. You rahua. You wouldn't have gonorrhea. <laughs> you must have gotten it from some guy. I got it from a hot tub. No, you're a huge whore. Thank you, Italy, for once again using lies and nonsense to solve all our problems. But I like how the doctor's like, we're not fully buying into this, and it yeah. came out of the hot tub. Yeah, it's an 11-year-old, though. So they, they did the test. I mean, you can look and see that uh, she has not had any activity. But you can catch that. Uh, without getting all that stuff in there. So the, what they should have done is test uh, the closest Italian uncle, uh, Uncle Fingers. And, uh, you know, somebody might have been touching this girl. Because if nobody else had the gonorrhea, is it the hot tub or is something going on here? So hopefully they've gone and done their due diligence. But in Italy, due diligence is like, I ain't asking any more questions. This seems reasonable. And if they can make hot tubs full of gonorrhea again, it clears like 900 men from being accused of doing stuff. I just eat. can't see, like you said... Bathing first, you know, wash, scrubbing up. Now right. I'm going in. Why do you Why? want to even risk it? This is, the, this is, this is a gonorrhea hot spot. I always wash it. What in the world? But, yeah, I knew a guy who used to say that all the time. He'd wait for his uh, girlfriend to get, um, like, a doctor's visit or a pap smear and to see if he was clean. <laughs> if she comes back clean, I'm clean. Is that right? Is that how that works? What a cheap yep, brick. Yeah, well, go spend the money, man. Yeah. What if she doesn't? She's a hoover. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. All right, never mind. It just doesn't work that way. But, yeah, that's pretty solid. And the other good news that came out of this is that, you know, that's a good excuse now that if a yeah. lady, you can blame the hot tub rather than your, your philandering ways. And also, Antonio Brown can't get out of his own way. It looks like he, and he's not the only one in the NFL, has a fake vaccination ID. And the reason that people are like, why would you do that? Well, because the NFL is really strict about their policies about unvaccinated players participating in events and doing stuff and having to wear masks and being in certain spots when uh, the other players are around or not around. The unvaccinated players aren't allowed to go out. They're not allowed to participate in like group meetings that aren't that are not team like team related, but not uh, practices and stuff. Uh, that's where Aaron Rodgers went to some like party or something as an unvaxxed guy. But he told him he was, and Antonio Brown just got caught with what could be a fake vaccination card. He didn't get; they didn't catch the card, but the guy who gave it to him is, is ratting and basically saying Antonio Brown's got a fake vaccination card. I know this from, and he tells the story, which I absolutely love because the dude's just loaded with talent, but he cannot get out of his own way. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. And it just, I think there's a percentage of some of those uh, players. It's still that way. That the fact that. I got to perform at this high level, and by getting this, this could hinder my. Come on, You're all of a sudden I'm tired, or For a you know, the, you hear stories about people's reactions to the vaccine. Nobody, right? I don't have time for this. Right. Well, most people that react to it and say that kind of thing are saying it because they watch one of the news channels that tells them how right. to think. 
And some people, yeah, and some people are saying, "Oh, it's the you know the doctors don't know." Doctors, all right, all right, fine, do whatever you want. But if you're in a if you're in a position where you're getting paid that kind of money and doing that job, and you're taking a stand, like I again, I admire Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is saying, "I'm not getting it. I don't want it. It's I don't want it in my body." And I'm like, "Tip of the cap, good for you," because he's now he's a bad teammate. But on an individual level, he's taking a stand. He's being honest, and he's saying, "Aaron Rodgers is a pussy. Antonio Brown's a pussy." If you're going to be the person that says I'm an anti-vaxxer and I don't believe in it, don't lie and fake it because you know that you're going to get in trouble if you do. If you're lying about it, you're not taking any stand at all. You're just a coward. You're a coward because if you're really like against this, then you can stand up and say it. I don't want to be part of this. But if you're if you got the fake vax card and you're doing all this stuff, you're just a pussy. That's I don't remember uh, with the NFL if someone says uh, if players that are against it are yeah. they n- not allowed to play? Oh, you're allowed to play. You're, no, they don't mandate. It's okay. not mandated. It's, just, like, it's just they have different has. rules for people who are vaccinated that aren't. And that's why the Packers got that $300,000 fine and a couple other things that they got uh, beat up on because Aaron Rodgers was participating in vaccination-approved uh, type meetings. Right. And he wasn't following the protocol of masking and all the other, whatever the protocols are. They're, they're all silly. We all know they're silly, but it's, it's optics. It's, yeah. it's how it's supposed to look. But if Antonio Brown and other players have a fake vaccine card, just get the shot because you're not standing up for anything if you're going to fake that you've got it. So if you're pretending to have it, you're not standing up for anything. And maybe you don't want to be an activist. Well, then take the shot and take your money. Because what you're saying is the money's more important to me, but I won't take that shot. So I'm going to lie about it. Fine. Why not just say I don't want the shot And then because he didn't want to wear a mask anymore? He's being a baby. I'm going to go out of my way to not get this thing, but I want the money. I don't want the grief, and I don't want to wear a mask. And I don't. I, it's just you're a pussy. But Antonio Brown's an idiot. He was an idiot with the Steelers. He was an idiot after he's got a ring now which is painful because he's been rewarded Ugh. but i do like it and i wonder how many more will like be caught with the fake and then then what does the nfl do that you've got a rash of players oh they have there. fake yeah. cards and you find out there's like a distributor of it and it's every team's gonna which is have how it. it works of course the time. every t- well because antonio told a couple other guys this guy will do it for us he's probably got four or five on the buccaneers probably yeah. got four or five on every other team they're all you know every city's got somebody and they're easy to fake that, that's what I don't get. How are they even finding this out? Because those right. cards are just just a paper piece card. Of pay, you know, it it's almost a like guy, a note card. It was um, someone ta- someone uh, snitched. Yeah, someone snitched. Not the guy who made it, but somebody said, "I know he's got a fake one." Oh yeah, yeah. but uh, like mine uh, has worked twice, and it's just a photograph on my phone of the card. I don't even know where the card is anymore. I just oh, have really? a picture of it. Well, it got it was in my wallet and it got all torn up. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. I should take a picture. So I just took a photograph of it and I go in and I show it to people. Nobody, no, you're talking to people who are are just trying not to be hassled. They're not going to like get on a computer and go, "This one's not real." You just show them if act like you've been there. Like here's my Vax card. And they're like, "Okay, thank you." He didn't look and go, "When is your birthday? What is your sign?" You know, it's not like a bartender trying to figure out if you got a fake ID. These people aren't interested in that. The two or three places I've had to go to show a Vax card. It's concerts and stupid stuff. When I went back to uh, Columbus a little over a month ago, we went to visit. We went to have uh, lunch with my parents at their um, place where they lived, and uh, they said, "Do you have the card?" And I and I forgot. I didn't take a picture of it. Right. But I pulled up an email of my date of getting right. vaccinated and all that. And she says they don't care. They filled out the paperwork, and she says, "Yeah, we can uh, accept that." You fill out and go. How old's your daughter? Um, Six. She's a. Uh, She's 13. Right. 
Oh, that's fine. As long as you're under 18, we don't need paperwork. Nobody cares. So COVID like, doesn't pass if you're yeah, uh, yeah. under yeah, 18. I guess so. So come on into the home. Yeah, the two oh. places I've had to actually show a Vax card were both uh, public concerts and fun things. And I just showed the picture on my phone. The person at the thing is getting minimum wage. They're not a private investigator or a cop or like a CDC representative. They're just like, all I have to, all I have to do is my job, which is ask you and you show me something. We so did have really to put on a mask anything. until sure. we got into the place where you're uh, – the sure. restaurant. Right. But who cares? You, you can just – I could just show you my fake badge. Oh, okay, yeah. you're in. It just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it's kind of dopey. But if you're going to be the guy that's taking a stand or you're putting your team at risk, like if it was, if it was here and we had a, a thing and I had a fake vaccine card and got caught – and there was some sort of federal rule with FCC that said all radio people and businesses and Hubbard Broadcasting. They'll look up the number. Too. Well, I don't even know if anybody looks anything up. If it just turns out that it got fake, or it got faked, and I was carrying a fake one, and the station gets fined, I'm an asshole. Yeah. That's all there is to it because I'm putting everybody else at risk. Put yourself at risk all day. Nothing wrong with that. You start putting the building at risk, the job at risk for other people, then you're a dick, and that's all that is. Antonio Brown's a dick. Kyrie Irving has every right to do what he's doing. I disagree with him, but he has every right to do what he's doing, and he's standing up saying, sorry, you may not like it, but I'm sticking to my guns. At this point, I think he's dug in so deep he can't switch his – he can't change his mind. So he's kind of screwed. But he disagrees with the policy, so he's sitting it out. You know what? That's actually what you're supposed to do. If he had a fake card, he'd be a pussy. That's just that's just a that's a wimpy way out. If you're Mr. Stand guy, if it if it means the team's catching a five hundred thousand dollar fine, if you're just going to work and they're like like the city of Phoenix just made it so you have to mandate like you have to do it too, and there's probably a few people down there are like I've got a fake one, I'm not doing this. And you can kick it. it down the road for ninety days. Sure, but that doesn't even matter. I'm talking about once it's vaccinated yeah. and everything, and you and you have a fake card. If the city's not going to fine itself. They'd find an individual or whatever. You might lose your job. If you're willing to put your chips in the table, that's fine. But don't push other people's chips in. And, and just because you're being a coward, just be honest about it. You don't get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. I know people in the restaurant industry, and I know, you know certain people who are uh, you know, kind of supposed to get it, and their bosses at small places are like, you should have, and they don't. And they get a fake card. I know a guy who uh, works at a very high-end restaurant. It's like, I don't have one, and we're supposed to. But he's risking his job. The place won't get fined by any overlording play. Uh, right. You know, just to, he'll lose his job. He's, that's fine. Then you can fake it. I think there's some people that are feel that they're not going to enforce it when it comes down to the big part of the unions and stuff. They'll keep kicking it down the road, and then hopefully the NFL, it goes away. NFL can't. I know. They've set themselves up to be like, this is the way it is, and if you screw up, here's the fines. And they just, but that's why Antonio Brown's an idiot. And, it's gonna, and there's going to be a trickle down. There's going to be more and more of those guys who have, like, I got a fake card and I got caught. And I, and silly. Because it screws things up for, you know, their liability. That's all everybody's after is the liability factor. If Aaron Rodgers had passed COVID on to a bunch of people and they all had fake cards, the Packers are going to get, like, just crushed with money. And five hundred grand to the Packers is nothing. Three hundred grand or whatever, but still, it's not cool. And they you were talking about pulling draft Rogers picks to pay that. You can't. It's against this, against the union rules. It's a team because fund. they broke. Yeah. So it's a uh, yeah, but I mean, and he got fined what fourteen grand or he something. He got like nothing, that? and they, they literally That's nothing to those guys. It's like okay, here the same week they find someone else dollars twenty thousand yeah. for having a uniform infraction. Yeah, untucked or something. Yeah, an like untucked that. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So I mean, it's more for that than it was for Aaron Rodgers thing. 
which just it's all garbage optics. It's all, but you just either play the game or you don't. And if you're putting it at risk, then you're an idiot. But yeah, I mean, it's all liabilities. If if he got somebody sick, and then you find out they're all unvaccinated, and there's a bunch of phony cards going around, the team's going to get crushed. They were talking about pulling draft picks if it happens again, and that then you're really starting to mess with stuff. So just don't be a baby. If it puts other people at risk, take your stand or take the jab. Those are your options. But I hope Antonio Brown like gets like oh again like we were talking about yesterday with that Julius Jones thing, and he got he's off. Uh, and I got uh, emails from people who are like, you can't you know like innocent, you can't uh, you know burn somebody. The guy was going to get uh, executed yesterday in Oklahoma, and then they did a th- the governor called and said, okay, you're off death row, but your life in prison, no parole. And his thing, and this, uh, I was going back and forth with Melissa as an emailer, and she said, you shouldn't, you shouldn't get executed for something you didn't do. And I'm like, yeah, but my point being, I'll never be in a situation where there's a murder so adjacent to me that they think maybe I should get the death row. It's just not going to happen. Just zero. And, you know, and it doesn't happen that way. Most of the time, people on death row were involved in something. Maybe not what they ended up going to jail for, but involved in something that made it so it was kind of easy to put them on death row four trials in a row. And then Julius Jones comes out with a statement through Kim Kardashian. Well, I don't know how this happened. Well, the simulation. She's program. big on the. Um, she's a lawyer for uh, executing those PR person. Yeah. Now. Forget well, the uh, place that turns uh, can wrongly. Right. Convicted. She's trying to. She's trying to get uh, all sorts of things. Yeah, some foundation that uh, overturns. She went to Trump back in the day. Innocent and, people on death row and things like yeah. that. And tries to get them off death row, which is good. That's a good yeah. thing. But uh, um, through her. He basically, I mean, the quote was pretty great. I, had, I took a picture of it because it just makes my point for me. The dude basically said, um, uh, Kim Kardashian said, he wanted me to pass on a few messages that are important to him. The most important thing in life is to always make sure you're doing the right thing. Uh, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd and landed me in the position I'm in today. There you go. And that's why I've always said, and Brett hates this, if you start murdering people and I'm friends with you, First off, friendship's going to go away kind of quickly. Second, anybody ask any questions? I'm turning your ass in in a heartbeat. In fact, they won't even have to ask questions. If I know you murdered somebody, I'll be like, I'll be right back. And before you can even say, oh, my God, where's he going? There'll be cops here to arrest your murdering ass because I don't want to get in trouble for it. Right. He's my drug dealing buddy. Right. You'll get it in the end. <laughs> no, you'll get it in the end. Yeah. You'll be in jail As you getting will it in the end. That's fine. <laughs> You'll more, really be look, Brett, I know your people think this is true, but more murder does not solve the murders. It makes you feel better, though. <laughs> Brett just continues eye for a an parade eye. of disappearance. Eye for an eye. That's why I'm sending you to jail. That's right. And that's why you're going to get it in the end. If you murdered someone and told me, hey, I got to talk to you. I murdered somebody. I'm like, I can't have you on the show anymore. Well, first of all, I wouldn't tell you that. The but, last uh, guy was driving me nuts. That's about <laughs> it. You murdered somebody. I, I have to fire one guy for that, and then I can't keep you around with murder. Plus, I can't have you as a friend anymore. Who did you murder? None of your business. I'm like, I got to tell on you now. No, see, But that would never happen. Right, because you know not to tell me. Murta, yeah. Right. If I found out. Right. You murdered someone. I would have to let you go. Can I make that a rule on the show real quick? I know that seems strict and stuff. I'm fine with that. Any of you guys murder anybody. Pulling the boss card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess I kind of don't make me be the boss. I hate that. But sometimes I have to. My name's on the show. Sometimes I have to put my foot down. If any of you pricks murder someone, I have to take a stand against them. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're murdering folks, I'm not going to be the guy that's in court going, I don't know nothing. He seemed like a real fun guy. <laughs> uh-uh. 
I will rat you out. I'll make up stories to make it worse, to get you further away from me. I ain't going to jail. Fear of huge black wieners has kept me out of jail the whole time. The reason I never even smoked weed when I was younger, I was scared to death that a cop would roll by and I had that in my mouth. The next thing you know, I've got like some possession charge and I've got some giant cellmate that wants a piece of this tight Mac Weldon ass. It ain't happening. That has been my fear of a black penis has been what's kept me on the straight and narrow for the longest. Everybody's like, no, it's because you're white and you're socioeconomically successful. I'm like, nope. Big black dicks. That's the only reason I don't commit crimes. You think I don't want to steal stuff? I'm dying to steal things. But I think about it. like It's not worth it. Uh Uh-uh. Big black dicks are too scary. These M&Ms are not that important. I'll put the buck 80 down. I'll steal things, but I'm getting away with it. That's for sure. I'm not going to tell you about it. Brady, no murders, okay? It's a morning sickness rule. It's a morning sickness rule. Can I go so far as to say no felonies? Yeah, I guess so. No felonies. If I find out you've had a felony, I could land you in jail and then me just through some sort of weird jail osmosis. I'm now. I'm now. I'm on the. You're so uh, misdemeanors are okay and stuff, right? We, we okay with that? Not happy. Not happy with a misdemeanor coming back to me. <laughs> I'm but I understand clear on that. a misdemeanor traffic infraction. Okay. It depends on the severity of the misdemeanor. All right. We've all got something. But let's try. Don't to look at me. I'm, <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> You know, he's the one. He's the one talking right away. I can say, <laughs> don't you know, look at me. Hey, I don't know what I'm. <laughs> what am I talking about over there? What do you got me in a crosshairs for? <laughs> Just saying, you're the one defending the murder thing. Canary over there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm singing. Oh, I'm singing like an angel. I'll get the band together to sing how much I want to turn you in. But that was my point yesterday. And when Baker Mayfield came out and said, "I'm against this," then I wanted the guy to get executed. He's making a play for Kim Kardashian. Maybe. Yeah, Pete Davidson and. Kim Kardashian are now like the bastions of death row. (laughs) But yeah, so when Baker Mayfield came out and said, I really want this guy to get free, that's when I changed my thing. Like, we'll execute him because it makes Baker Mayfield miserable if this if he doesn't get if this guy gets executed, Baker will be sad because he started to cry. And I like watching Browns cry. Uh, And then so (laughs) I I like that more than I like. It happens a lot. I like that more than I like human life. Like. Uh, that guy's on death row. He's probably, he probably did something really bad. He's too close to the thing that got him in death row to to be to have an excuse, and so that was fine. But uh, and then you got Antonio Brown saying that I want I want it to be worse. I want it to be a really big problem because that's where my tribalism starts and ends is with sports, especially football. You know, if LeBron James, like said, it makes me sad that this guy's getting executed. I want that guy executed so fast. Like I want, I want to make LeBron James as sad as I can make him, without because I have no real control over that. So if I can see an opening, I would be like, I'm for that. Then I hate LeBron James, I hate him. And I don't know if you guys saw, but Enos Cantor, NBA star Enos Cantor, is the first player. Yesterday, he tweeted out about LeBron and his relationship with China. A lot of money and. He's like, uh, while you guys are all trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, be social warriors, have you ever examined the relationship we have with China? And then hashtag LeBron and hashtag. And that, I said the that. NBA? Remember last year I was on and on about that and I got emails about it. But well, you weren't here. It was when I was doing the show from the car because we were all quarantined. Yeah. And LeBron went on about, you know, because that was when everything was, the 
the NBA had their big thing and everybody's losing their minds and there's marches and all that stuff. And I'm like, LeBron can't be the spokesperson for this until he's – for human rights until he severs ties with China. You can't have a great relationship with China and all the money they're paying you and then say human rights are an issue. It's just it's – just, you cannot do it. You cannot do it. Yeah. It's like being Rachel Dolezal. You can't fight for the rights of blacks as a fake black person. You can't fight for the rights – of uh, human human it, rights uh, and deal with China, you can't do it. Cannot be done. But I hate. LeBron. And yet we constantly do it. Well, we can constantly do it, but individually, you go out of your way to start saying, "I'm the spokesman for this. I'm the guy who's going to do this. I'm the face of this, this, and this." Oh, you have dealings with China, like you get paid a lot of money with that place, and you're talking about human rights. Well, that doesn't count. It's a different country. Like, so it's not human rights. It's the rights of the humans you prefer. Yep. So it's even worse. And then Cantor, who's, you know, that dude, I think he was the one that was wanted by his own people. Like, he had death threats and couldn't go to certain cities when he was playing. I don't remember if he's Serbian, but he went against the government and he went against all this stuff and they were going to kill him. There were death threats. He couldn't play. I think it was in Boston for a little bit. And he hadn't. That's right. This dude ain't afraid of anybody, but I would be more afraid of LeBron's army than I would any other world army because the NBA, the money, China, and LeBron not being in your corner. Ooh. I'm guessing he's going to be in a car crash because some bright like lights it. in that with a silkwood ending for him. It's kind of tough because I, every once in a while now that the new Nike thing, you know, looking at it, I like a couple of pair of those shoes, but I'm <laughs> right. the LeBrons. I, I love know, them. I don't. I don't buy the LeBron shoes. Cause I know. They're, I do, I, they're hideous. I'm yeah, the same gross. way. I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. I'll get I don't harassed. like those. I don't like Kevin Durant shoes, and I don't like LeBron shoes. Not because of them personally. But that's it. That's with me is because I don't like a person. They're just ugly. Well, no, oh, cool. I, you don't yeah, like a person. I can't I stand yeah. LeBron. Yeah, I, uh, that doesn't bother me. If his shoes were cool, I'd wear the shoes because mm. it's not. It's he's getting Nike money either way. I like my Jordans. I got loads of Jordans. I like the Kyrie's, even though I disagree with him politically. I don't care. The shoes are cool. I just don't like LeBron anyway. But his shoes are ugly and they're uncomfortable. I got a, I got two pairs of LeBrons a couple years ago. I'm like, I'll never wear these again. Really super uncomfortable. I got a couple of Paul Georges. Those are good. PG-13. Uh, we had uh, Nicholas wanted to know, uh, what if one of your friends murdered Guy Fieri? Still going to snitch? Oh, man. <laughs> Oof, that is the uh, almond joy question of the day. <laughs> if a friend murdered Guy Fieri, he doesn't deserve to be murdered. He deserves a slow Severe passing. Beating. and No, he deserves, to, he deserves something. That, okay, Gosar. He deserves something that eats him from the inside out. Go to work on the homes with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. No, no, torture. I don't think a human being should take out Guy Fieri. I think uh, leave that to nature. Okay. And I hope it's long-lasting and like, yeah, I don't like Guy Fieri. But I don't think anybody should murder him. The planet, nature should take care of Guy Fieri in a slow, preferably very uncomfortable way. And if it makes Baker Mayfield happy, I'm a Guy Fieri fan. That's the difference. Like if he came out and said, I, lo- I hate Guy Fieri, I'd be like, oh, then I love Guy Fieri. I like I like doing the opposite of what brown superstars do. Until you're in the black and gold, your opinion means nothing to me. Athlete. Anyway, yeah, so it's weird. But, yeah, that Julius Jones thing got very interesting yesterday. And I talked to a few people. You can't have that opinion about death row. You know how many people are wrongfully convicted? Not many. There's a few. You only hear about the ones who are convicted wrong, so it seems like it's huge. There's a few. There's been a problem in the past. But for the most part right now, everybody on death row, hmm. 
the nah. law's doing a pretty good job. They weren't just walking down the street licking an ice cream cone and just got attacked. Like I wasn't there anywhere near. They were. They were. They were up to something. They weren't. They're usually not stand-up citizens that get arrested and then thrown on death row and absolutely had nothing to do with it. You were around it to the point where they had enough to put you on trial. They're not going to waste money and time trying to just get some innocent guy for no reason in on this. They should pay the families. Ray Lewis. Oh, that's a bigger deal. And that was, yeah, that's for sure. And he, I don't think he killed him. But, no. you know, Ray definitely obstructed some justice and went to jail for that. I didn't do it, but I'm going to write you a check. It's a fascinating mm-hmm. thing. No, there's definitely flaws and there's people who shouldn't be there. But for the most part. It's not just like Brett just pulled over and like we arrested Brett for like nine crimes. I'm like, what do you do? I would believe that Brett wasn't. Actually, no, I wouldn't. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Brett, if Brett got pulled over, and like, we got his fingerprints on everything. But I mean, again, that's evidence. Man. You got to have evidence. If your fingerprints are all over the knife and the dead body and the doorknobs, I'm like, hey, he probably did it. And then they'd ask me, like, you think he did it? I'm like, I don't have any reason to believe he didn't. You guys are the experts. <laughs> what a dick. Do you think he did it? And the cop is like, yeah. I'm like, then I do too. I don't know what you do when you leave. I like you, but <laughs> you might be insane. <laughs> I'm pretty much on the cop's side. If they arrest you and say, we're pretty sure he murdered somebody, I'm like, I'm with you guys. <laughs> You've known him for 20 years. It's, yeah, it's not the guy I know. He never tried to murder me. I can tell you that. But uh, See, that's an honest yeah. testimony. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, uh, See, you could say that. But I think they're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously. They throw your testimony out. I'm basically like, obviously, you guys have a reason to arrest him, so I'm going to lean on that. And you'd be like, I didn't do it, man. I swear I didn't. What were you doing? I was with this guy, and yeah, we broke in. I had my friend Grant used to say that. Dude, I'm in trouble. I, uh, they, they're accusing me of stealing a bunch of uh, guitars and uh, amps. And I'm like, what happened? Well, we were at my brother's apartment. And uh, the dude across the way is always playing his guitar. So my friend busted in there, and I watched at the window. I'm like, you did it. No, I didn't. I didn't go in. I'm like, you did it. You were watching for someone who did. You did it. You're an accomplice to the – you did it. But they're accusing me of actually pulling out the stuff. All I did was stand by. You did it. And then he didn't talk to me anymore about it because I'm like, (laughs) you did it, dummy. No, she fell into the wood chip. (laughs) Weird landscaping (laughs) where. Now that one I might stand by. Except for what's a woman doing by the wood chipper? She's not helping you. She's hindering. She got in the way. Any woman that stands next to you at the ass plunt. What are you doing? Shut up. I'm busy. I want to help. No, you don't. You'll, you'll, you're in next. You're interrupting a man working. So you're probably going to fall in. But yeah, I mean, Brady, even Brady gets arrested. I got arrested. For what? They're saying I killed a couple people. Mm. Why? I was at this house and ended up left and then those two people inside were dead. Uh, you probably did it. If the cops ask, that's the thing you know the guy did. If it. Oh yeah, if you one, say that. If the cops ask you, I was with you. Okay. We want to talk to you about Mr. Bogan. Pretty sure he killed those people. <laughs> wow, that was fast. <laughs> Pretty sure Brady did it. He's been hiding behind this morality thing. He talked about a dead man in the worst possible ways ever twenty four hours ago. So I don't think he has much. It's more, all going to come out. No morality left. <laughs> Anyway, what are you going to do? What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Uh, you know, they got they got all the bikes in stock right now. Everybody's talking, you know, Christmas is coming up and everybody's talking about all these shortages and stuff like that. But Josh and the boys over there, they got you covered on the pivot side. They got Konas and a huge selection of Santa Cruz mountain bikes. So if you're looking for a new bike, 
looking for service or you're trying to get the winter time going with the uh, snowboards and stuff, yes. Action Ride Shop is the place to go. And make sure you hit them up, actionrideshop.com, as well as on all the socials. And, uh, and we got the Butcher Babies on here, Metallica, Tool, uh, Dandar making an, uh, an appearance for uh, Playdio oh, next no. week. Never. Um, oh, somebody's here. Please here. Hello, Twitter world. It's yours truly. Juice. I just wanted to go. I was driving down the road. I was heading over to uh, a condo complex to uh, settle a disagreement with a lady. Anyway, I was listening to the show and I heard Brady and I'd like to say I agree with Brady completely. The law is doing a great job. I agree because they never make mistakes. I just wanted to point that out. All right. Great point, Juice. The juice is out. Oh, God damn, Jeffrey Dubin. Go ahead. Juice wanted to make his point. Uh, Foo Fighters, Gojira, and of course, there's some on there for Brady's obituary. Uh, you know, well, obituaries on there. Visions in my head. Uh, Turn me on, Mister <laughs> Dead Man from the Union Underground. Oh, that Turbo the- Negro. All my friends are dead. Uh, dead skin mask. So is Turbo Negro a bunch of white guys? I think so. Uh, I see. They can't do that. Let's see here. I'll pull them up. All right. I don't know what Turbo Negro looks like. Before we think about playing it, but I will say that is an eye-catching name. <laughs> that jumps off the marquee, doesn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why I put it on there. Uh, that's yeah, he looks like. We know Whoa. why you put oh, it on okay. there. He's queuing on. <laughs> All right. You want me to play it? Uh, yeah. You know, we'll taste. All right. I'll I'll, I'll play the album version because he knows what he's wearing. doing. Oh, yep, as soon as the commercials are over. Ooh. Chicks in their jeans. That's a good commercial, well, that's actually. A great commercial for, but they're a little high waisted. Those yeah, are going yeah. on. Those are right. out now. She's out here. This is the Turbo Negro. <laughs> Turbo Negro. Huh? Where are your friends? Where are your friends? They could go with Turbo Negro, but I don't think anybody else sees that. <laughs> Not the way they have it spelled. They're terrible. That's very play. I'm not interested in that. All right, so. Go back to something. I do like Turn Me On, Mr. Deadman. That's a Beatles cover. I don't think I've heard Union Underground's version of that. Oh, yeah, I do have. Yeah, we used to play, yeah, we used to play a lot of it. Yeah, I don't remember. Back in the day. All right. That is the Beatles cover, right? No. Oh, it isn't? It's because no, that's their song. Oh, no, that's what they say at the end of Strawberry Fields in the back masking. Yeah. Turn Me On, Deadman. Yeah. That's right, because that's at the end of Strawberry Fields when it comes back in that weird reverse yeah, orchestral yep. thing. I buried Paul. Or Turn Me On Dead Man was on uh, Revolver 9. That was, I, all that their was, back masking yeah, of Paul's on, dead and all that kind of stuff. I Buried and, Paul is at the end of Strawberry Fields. Okay. I Buried Paul. And then, uh, yeah, Turn Me On Dead Man is at the end of Revolver, one of the Revolver. But yeah, Turn Me On Dead Man was... Uh, Great stuff. They were uh, one of those... One of those um, New metal bands that had like two hits. Yeah, Bill Hicks, the comedian who passed away way too soon, had the best joke ever about that kind of stuff about backmasking because he sees priests on TV talking about listening to records mm-hmm. backwards, and he goes, "Let me tell you something. Satan. If you listen to music backwards, you are the devil. Why are you even <laughs> doing that? Why would you listen for hidden messages?" Oh, and then remember I told you about that priest that was on Fox the other day talking about the demonic imagery yes. and how demons caused the astral world problem. The um. Exorcist, what is it? I wrote it down because I thought it was the greatest name of an organization of all time. Uh, oh, this is, a, this is a real, it's 2021, by the way. Um, 
Exor- almost over. Exorcist from the Catholic Church of uh, Exorcism and Demonology. <laughs> They're pretty sure the Astro World thing was demonic. They've done their research, and now it, we're pretty sure demons were involved. Definitely with a few of the people trampling, they were overtaken by demons. We have some evidence of this. Uh, yeah, there's an actual group of people uh, that when you give your tip money at the church, goes to continue to fund and support the exorcists demonology. and demonology experts. Uh, and they're like, yes, the Travis. And now they want to meet with Travis, Travis Scott to talk to him a little bit about waking up these demons. Now, they don't know that Travis Scott has a deal with the devil for sure, but they do know that maybe he's unaware that he is unlocking doors for demons. And that's what they've discovered through there. But here's the good news. If Travis Scott, uh, you know, if he did a deal with the devil mm-hmm. and the devil pays the $2 billion he sued, <laughs> right. we're all be, good. It's, it's all good. The imagery of Travis Scott projects wherever he does it. Uh, projects images of Satan, satanic praxis. There's no question, says Father John Zada, an exorcist of the Catholic Diocese of Demonology. <laughs> In 2020, it's not 1300. It's idiot. been quiet. <laughs> yeah, it's possible Travis Scott summoned the demons. Our investigation says that's it. Right now, it's speculation. But even if he summoned them unwillingly, he's opening doors. He's opened a door, and the demons definitely took advantage. Uh, we heard reports that some festival attendees were needle spiked with opioids. Uh, whoever's going around sticking needles into people under demonic influence. Uh, should uh, so hold. those people would be uh, innocent technically. That's right. If, Travis if the Scott's devil guilty. Took over. Travis Scott is guilty. Well, that would be a great. And you know where that doesn't hold up in a court of law. Well, demons took my body over. I'm fine now. Possession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So every time that basket goes by and you're at church and you drop your twenty in or do whatever, just know that it goes to researching crimes to try to prosecute demons. Well, that's just a tiny portion of it right now a chunk of it is also going to pay for some of the lawsuits right now they're settling listen to this nobody can have a, uh, no i know this dude that's why i threw me. it out there john is full of crap with all this vax talk he just had covid he should be the biggest proponent of not getting the vax because you can catch covid vax mandates are unconstitutional it's a political joke again you have to understand the ignorance of saying you can catch covid after the vaccine it's never been said that you will never catch it it keeps you from getting really sick when you have it. That's it. That's it. And there's no denying, whether you hate the vaccine or not, that we're back to normal because of it. I'm going to Suns games, packed Suns games. Restaurants are full. You can go anywhere you want because the vaccine has made it so there's less hospitalizations. It doesn't keep you from getting COVID. It keeps you from like getting really sick from it. You do whatever you want. You don't want it? I'm fine. Good. Go get them. But stop yelling the phrase an idiot would yell because you're dumb when you say it and you sound dumber when you scream it. You can still catch it. Yes. Let's get that out on the table right now. You absolutely can still catch COVID after the vaccine. You can catch the flu after the flu shot. But it will keep – any doctor will tell you it keeps you from dying from it 99% of the time. It keeps you from having a really bad experience. That's all. That's all it is. But you honestly, I'm not trying to be mean to this guy. You sound so dumb when you tell somebody you can still catch it after you get the shot. Nobody is unaware of that. That is exactly right. Nobody ever said you weren't going to. Nobody but ever I, said it was a cure. Nobody yeah, ever said But I think there are people. That's the problem. 
there are people that figure they they're vaccinated now we can go out they're and do dumb anything. yeah you're dumb you can do anything yeah. you can still catch look covid at what we happened when we had uh you know i still hear that commercial well oh yeah that's, no. saying that's it. not necessarily it's kind of a stretch in a way but you brought it up and yeah. it's a valid point it does yes it gives you some the more freedom the message freedoms. has been misleading you a- absolutely can can live your life without fearing covid killing you yes if you get vaccinated that would have been a better way of you know what you can also delivering do? the message you can live your life without fear of covid killing you without the vaccine but 90 i have a friend Three percent of the time, or whatever. Who was an anti-vaxer and spent eight weeks in a hospital? And his first words were, "I probably should have done it. I dug in deep." I'm like, "That's up to you. You're fine now." But he had a rough go, ventilator, all the stuff. But it is. I'm just telling you, you're an idiot. I got plenty of texts going. How how good was that vaccine? Now you've got COVID. I'm like, it's great now. It's keeping me from being sick at all. I just can't be around other people. It's protecting the unprotected. So just to protect you from sounding dumb. Stop saying the vaccine, you can still catch COVID. Nobody ever said you couldn't. You guys, uh, people made that up. And it's frustrating. Because, yes, you, of course you can still catch it. But you're, you'll be, trust me, you'll be fine. Uh, somebody said, John, what size are your LeBron shoes? 10 and a half or 11, I'll take them. No, I'm a full grown man, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I went on a little thing there. Because if you're going to yell at me, I'm going to yell back. Hey, if they were 11 and a half, Kirby would have them. So. Can I also ask the people who are anti-vax to lighten up a little bit? I've never yelled at you. I've never, I've never, I've never down your throat out of the blue when you email. I get them too, emails about your, your feelings. And they're always really hard-edged, dickhead mean and i, I, I think and i'm telling you hey do whatever you want to do i'm just yeah. saying don't sound stupid you sound stupid it's dumb absolutely so don't be dumb know your stuff understand it and say i'm against it i'm totally on your side with that i'm never yelling at you if you're going to come at me like that i'm coming back and you and you sounded stupid that's a dumb thing to say so uh, be against it all day but don't be against it because you're because it's then say something stupid because that was dumb Oh, it gets my, it gets my goat because that's what's killing us. That's what's dragging this on is the miscommunication and, and lack of understanding and lack of being able to listen to somebody else who has a different opinion. You yell at everybody before you even know. I am not full of <laughs> You don't start an email with that. Or I'm going to be mad at you right away. You come at me like that. That's just rude. But he's dumb, so what are you going to do? <laughs> Probably a size 10 or 11 shoe. Sorry, Brady, I went on. You were going to say something? No. no. To make sure you no, he's talking about again. Oh, he's yelling at me again? Oh, yeah. He's not going to stop. No. And I don't know why you're so angry. Why are you so angry that somebody's doing it differently than you? That's my big question for people who want to go off on this stuff. I'm not angry at you. Don't call me names. I'm no, going to be angry at you for that. And he does again. Yeah, he says it again. Yeah. Let's just go with this for a minute. <laughs> Let's go to the tape. <laughs> the facts hasn't changed anything. You're an idiot for getting the jab. Okay. I never called you a name. You're wondering why people treat you like garbage when it comes to But this. in your experience, John, let me ask you. It was you, my you choice. Had, you had COVID. Yep. Do you think the vac- vaccination, getting the vaccine, helped you with... I'll tell you this. Control, Since, you know, uh, basically battling the virus. The only thing I know about the vaccine is that we're back to normal. Yeah. That's, before we had the vaccine, we weren't allowed to do stuff. Restaurants were 50%. Uh, when they were, weren't closed... Uh, everything was insane. 
and whatever. Whether or not the vaccine is some sort of poison, I don't know. I don't care. Because you know what? If it gets me off a planet with people like this, I'm fine with it. If it it kills me in five years so I don't have to sit on a planet with dickheads like that, I don't care. Stop yelling at people about it. You've made me mad at you, not about the vaccine at all. Because you come at me like like I've attacked you. I haven't. I, I personally want the vaccine for myself. You do whatever you want. Bulletproof vest doesn't stop you from getting killed. But I don't see many cops saying, I'm not wearing it. Yeah. And then, here, and then now they're starting to make it political. Hey, John, what you said is false. Biden did say you won't get COVID okay. if you get the vaccine. Then Biden was an idiot, too. I'm not yeah. saying it's, it's, it's tribal one way or the other. There's idiots and on I'm both sure sides. And I'm sure that message was out there at first. Sure. And, you know, we're now the but general. But we now know. Yeah. And that's what growing and learning is all yeah. about. Oh. And it would be different if you just said, hey, I'm against the vaccine. I, 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 would, I, I, wanna take, I wanna understand why you're so for it. That would, be a, that would be a discussion with two rational people. You're full of <laughs> John. All right. You're an idiot. Yeah, okay. You're an idiot for getting the jab. Okay. Your opinion is angry for some reason. Just because I didn't do it your way? I'm not mad at you. Don't get the shot. I don't care. I hope you're okay. I've never cared what you do. I, never, I don't ever care what you do. But I think it's kind of irrefutable. That when I go sit in a 20,000-seat arena and it's full, there's something to it. There's something to our comfort level. The hospitals aren't full anymore. There's something to it. I've had a little, there'll be surges. Sure, there'll be surges. And most of the time, the hospital people will tell you it's mostly unvaccinated people that end up in here. Okay, they're taking that risk. Mostly, not all. So don't don't ever, you know. But I'm going to listen to that. Oh, it's all a hoax. Okay. You believe that? I, I disagree. I don't think anybody could orchestrate a hoax this well. It's kind of a big hoax, don't you think? A little far-fetched. But Jesus Christ, the anger that comes at you when you just say something, I disagree with him, so now I hate him. Just disagree with me. Go listen to Matthew Blades. He's having his last few shows. He's a nice man. Oh, I thought he was done. I don't know if he's done or not. I don't know anything about it. Go listen to Lady Lodge. She's still a thing. She's a very pretty lady. Somewhere. Very li- I like Lady Lodge. I just don't understand why you're so mad about it. Anyway. Gone on too long. Brett, why did you bring this up? What? God damn it. Stop printing these things up. 98, 98. What? No way. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.